computer. Uh, today's daf we learn, learn daf lamed gimel, and we begin uh, the gemara. We learned the mishnah towards the end of yesterday's year. We start learning the gemara. So just to re- re- just to be the chazar on the beginning of the mishnah, the mishnah began saying a machel pola botorchav truma. If someone feeds his workers or his guests, then importantly, the guest is someone who is mechuyev to give food to. I guess like an innkeeper, I assume something like that, not just Shabbos guests. So in part of the agreement, not better breakfast. I assume that's what it means because it's uh, comparable to the case of Pualim. Okay, so what happens? He has to pay the Karen and they have to pay the Chomesh because the Chomesh is a kapara for themselves, but the Karen, he, is, he gives that to the Kohen, mean the host. That's the very mayor. They pay the Karen and Chomesh. But then what does he do? He pays them for the Suda he was meant to have given them. Okay, now the question is at the end of the day, if you look at, if you do an accounting, what it appears like is effectively the Balabaitis pay the, the Karen and they pay the Chomesh. So what's the difference between the two Shittot? And that's what the beginning of the year discusses. Let's do the share screen. The assumption is Shogeg or Mezid for the... Uh, it has to be Shogeg. It has to be Shogeg, but it's amazing you don't pay Chomesh. Okay, we'll get to that later. Uh-huh. Okay. okay, so I'm going to be Mira. Uh, I just, I, if, I, if I may for one second, my question last week was the host is a Karen. And he brought out the wrong tray of uh, cookies or cake. Yeah. What happens then? Okay, so this okay, so this isn't exactly like your question because here, because because here it's like he's um it's important that with guests he's mechuyev to give him. Sudatana love. Now, I don't think it matters whether the host is a coin or not. Um it just uh, I'm sort of Splitting what you asked into two here. I don't think it matters if the coins are host or not, because at the end of the day, he's giving his guests truma, and the guests are zarim and they've eaten truma, and they have to pay karen. The karen is his, no matter what. Um, no, but they again, we've seen we've seen previously that um, ah, you're talking about in the case where he said here you can go and eat it. Ah, in the case where here you can go and eat it, we saw already. That was yesterday's year, wasn't it? Yesterday's shear where it was ah um machal that was beginning yesterday's shear machal bachar kachachal. Okay, um, the question is that was the machloket that was called machloket Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlakish. It was like being Yorish truma. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was the beginning yesterday's shear. Okay, let's continue. So let's have a look. How Rabbi Meir? So how Rabbi Meir? Amar Meshalim. Rabbanan Amar Meshalim. Ma beneyu? That's our question. So Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says ikar suuda tan beneyu. It means, is is he mechayev, who, who's mechayev to litroach achar hasuda? Meaning, uh, according to Rebbe Meir, he says, let's look at the Gemara, Rebbe Meir says, Ika suda la balabait. Meaning the balabait is chayev to prepare a suda for or give meals to his workers. Okay? Um, and therefore, as we'll see, uh, we'll see what the difference is in a minute. And however, according to Chachamim, he says, no, ikar sudatan ala meaning that the balabait is part of the work arrangement that will provide a meal. However, he doesn't actually have to give a meal. He can give them money and they can go get meals. It's a bit like uh, my brother-in-law works in high tech and they, got a, they get a budget, part of their salary, to have, um, have, uh, have food every week, like uh, lunch meals. But it's not like they turn up to work and they, hit, they get an airplane meal and it's given in front of them to eat. No, it's just part of the budget. And if he wants to, he ends up saving the money. And then I think he goes out for dinner once a week with his family instead. Right. So in other words, what is the chiyuv of the host here? I'm not the host of the employer. So 
because Rebbe Meir says, Ikar Saran Labalabayit, he has to provide him a meal, that's one thing, that's fine. However, according to Rabbanan, the Rabbanan says the, the Balabait all he has to do is give him the funds. Now, it happened to be in this situation, he gave him, he gave him Sutrum and the Poel ate it. However, since he can uh, do away with his responsibility by paying him off, what would happen in this situation? He says to, the, he says to his workers, oops, I'm sorry, here's 50 shekel for your meal. I gave you Truma by mistake, here's 50 shekel. But the problem is the... When someone eats truma by mistake, they can't give 50 shekel. They can't pay the coin. They have to give chulin metukanin. They have to give chulin. So that's why, again, according to, um, according to Rebbe Meir, since a Balabite had to give him a meal, so therefore he effectively now gives the meal, if you like, straight to the coin, because, he, um, because again, the, he, the, his workers ate it. According to Chachamim, however, since the Balabite, after the mistake, can say, oh, he's 50 shekel, well, that doesn't work because you can't give that to a Kohen. That's why what happens is the workers, then when it comes to the meal, they go ahead and um, give the Keren, if you like, as Chulim Tukanin, and the Balabite does, does what he's meant to do from the outset is simply gives him the money, or what he had to do from the outset, or what he had to do from the outset. That's why, again, that's a difference. Again, so just this is why Reb Chaim explains it. Now, this helps. All these, like, like, uh, chilukim, as we say, as you'll see as we go along, everyone explains it slightly differently. Oh, quite differently, I should say. But here, that's the way Rechai makes it. I'll see you show inside, just so it's clear, in case you're learning with somebody else. This is Chachamim. And they're the ones that have to, really, the chil of the Balabai, is just give them a budget. However, Nimse Balabai, Damim Porea, therefore the Balabai can just pay them off with money. And therefore, he can't give it directly to the Kohen because these workers having it in Truma, they have to give actual food. The replacement has to be Chulim which are in. But if Ribadamin, they can exempt themselves. Damin, therefore, Hilchachachachamim, Meshamibta Keren, Bechulim Mutokanin. That's why they're the Poalim. They pay off with food. Nabalabait would just simply give them, pay the workers back for what he should have given them with money. So, in other words, what we see here quite interestingly is it's almost like who has the Chiyuv if you like to um to to pay the pay the Karen, but through almost what it feels like a technicality. The other Mefarshim here I brought here um is that is that Pnei Moshe actually explains it slightly differently. He explains, okay, if if the Khiv is on the Balabait to give the Suda, then the, the actual meal, then the Suda is al Shem Balabait. That's why he has to pay the Karen. Chomish is no question. Chomish is a kapara for the person who ate for the Zarda ate the Truma. Whereas if you say that he didn't have to give him a proper meal, all he had to give him is funds, then we say that the actual suda is al shem who al shem the poilim. That's why they have to pay the kara. Okay, I'm just giving you another uh, another way of ex- to, a, a perspective of, of um, how to explain the sugi. Marafulda says it's who the chov is, and Rosh really brings it elsewhere. But okay, so that's answer number one. But in, it seems to be that the question is under like the what's underlying the machlok in chachamim Meir is. What is a Balabite Chayev to give his workers? Is it a Suda or is it just a budget? Okay. However, Rabbi Shimon Menlakish says, no, he, according to Rabbi Shimon Menlakish, so again, Rabbi Chaim explains it here, is that everyone agrees the Balabite is Chayev to what? He's Chayev to give him a Suda. Okay. However, Rabbi Meir Amart Fela Le Balabite, Rabbana Amart Fela Le Polim. So, the, now, this, again, this language of Tfela is, um, is an interesting one. Is that uh, in terms of, again, Rabbi Hashem explained it differently. Reb Chaim, for simplicity, will explain here again. He says, Tfela refers to, is he chayev to give Chulim So I'll show you here in the Balabait. 
So Arida Reb Chaim, he says, Perish the Rish Lakish Svirale de Lo Lam Kule Al Modi Kasula Balabai. The Balabai has to has to give him a meal. Vahadila Chachamim Enu Meshalam Eta Keren. The reason why the Chachamim said uh, doesn't pay the Keren to the Kohenim. Hai No Time Meshum De La Polim No Ten Suratan Afilum In A Hefke. Meaning because the 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 worker he doesn't have to give his sorry the worker the Balabai doesn't have to give his workers Chulamatukanin. Um, Let's say he was an Ani, I don't know. Let's say an Ani who has workers. And he got it from payer or got it from Hefker. He can give that to the workers as part of the, part, part of the payment. Ah, if that's the case, if you can give something that's from Hefker. But one second, we said when you pay the Kohen back, it has to come from Chulim it can't come from Hefker. Therefore, if the Balabites only could, could, if you like, potentially give his workers Hefker, well, the workers can't give that to the coin as part of the repayment, feeding truma. That's understanding of So again, you see the pattern of Reb Chaim in terms of, if we look at the chiyuv of the balabayit, does that chiyuv of the balabayit to the worker, does that translate into something that can be used as a repayment? We saw with Rabbi Yochanan, he says, since the of the Balabite is only monetary, that's why, that's why uh, that can't go directly to the coin, because you can't pay with money. That's why it's on the polim. The way he explains Rashim Meshlaki is just fela means that since the Chiyuv of the Balabite doesn't have to give him chulman to him, he can give him something for hefker. He just has to provide food to, to, to his workers. Consequently, since something that's hefker can't be given as, as payment for having eaten uh, truma, Therefore, the balabai can't give it that directly to. He doesn't. His 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 cash, if you like, isn't directly to the to the uh, to the to the kohen. The poilim have to pay the kohen. I mean, he just gives them whatever he has to give them. Again, even a filament have care. What's interesting here, if, if you want, again, just bring the pnei Moshe to see how how different explanation is. He says tefila comes from Mashal letapel, meaning who's responsible to look out for the for, for the. For the kashras, if you like, of the suda. That's, that, that, that's what I also think. Tefal is not tefal and ikar. Tefal is letapel. Yeah. Okay, so that's why Panamosha yeah. explains it. So therefore, he says, since the since the achriras and the balabai, he's responsible for paying the karen, and and he says that tefila suda. They have to prepare it, and they prepare the cheshbon a balabai. Fine, and that's why, which makes it very similar to the first explanation. But uh, anyway. Uh, let's continue. So Rabbi Hashem, Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish says, so but just the important difference in Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, Rabbi Yochanan, was behind the Machloke, just so we don't lose track of what's going on, is Rabbi Yochanan says, Ika Sudatan is behind the Machloke. Who's, is he high to give a meal or can he just pay him off with the money? Well, the Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish says, no, everyone agrees he has to give, the Balabite has to give the workers a meal. Machloke is the nature of that meal, if you like. Going to Chacham, if you can give him from the Hefke or not. Um, um, What's interesting, just is it doing it again? Um, here. So Raval Bashem Reb Shimon Malakish says, Halamada Zadomer, the Mocher Chefetz Lachaveru Benimza Shaino Shalo, Shuchayb Lamidlo Mekho, which is, let's say someone sold a Chefetz to his friend, and then it was discovered later on that the seller wasn't really his to sell. What is Achrayut? The achayut of seller is to replace him with a proper mekach, to give him an actual mekach. So you see here, what does this sound like? This sounds like that the achayut of the balabayit is to replace 
with a meal, meaning he should have given him a meal and he can't simply pay him off with money. Just like if this is like a shopkeeper says, oh, well, one second, you sold me something that's not really yours to sell. He can't say, oh, here, I'll just give you money. No, I wanted a, I wanted a, whatever product it is. You, you, I contract, you give me product, you give me the product. That's what the halacha is. So, so to here with, with a meal, you gave me a meal that wasn't yours. He's chayev to give him a meal, right? And that's, that, that's, that seems to be very much like Shitzurash Lakish. It says, So it says, That makes a lot of sense. That hashva'a, that, if you like, between the, response, the, the feeding of the workers to this case of Mekach um, Taur, of, uh, if you like. If he says Rabbi Yochanan, but this whole point is actually the, he says is a machloket between Rabbi between Rabbi Meir Chachamim. If you recall, in this chart here, it says is the balabait chayev to give him a surah, or Can he just the fact that he gave him trauma after the fact? Can he just pay them off? So that wouldn't align nicely with that case of someone who purchased a product. And then it was discovered later that it was, if you like, a mechatawad, it wasn't his to sell, that the responsibility is to give him a proper product. According to the way, according to Rabbi Yochanan, this wouldn't align nicely because the parallel case of Chachamim, he could just pay him off with the money. So he says, he says, no, in other words, if you want to understand the mission of Rabbi Yochanan, then that alignment of Rabbi Al-Bashem, Rabbi Shimon Lakish is, is, works according to only within Rishit Shafir Meir, Again, as we says that Ikasodan Labalabait. Okay, so we've seen two explanations so far. What the machlok of Rabbi Meir Chachamim, and the final one is Rabbi Abahu B'Shem Rabbi Yossi Ben Chanina. He says the machlok is, is as follows: Shevach Seuda Beneihum. Now, Shevach Seuda Beneihum means as follows: They ate truma. Okay, and the, as we've said previously, the price of truma is going to be less than the value of the same, same, same quantity of chulin. Why? Because we said truma is usually given free to people. There's less of a market of koanim, and therefore you sell truma is usually sold cheaper. So therefore that difference, the shevach, is benehun. So what's the difference in the shevach? According to Pnei Moshe, he says it's, is that um, since a balabite only has to do his pain to make truma, that's why, and that's what they have to give to the koan, that's why, they, if you like, the, that's why the balabite pays it all completely. However, according to the Chachamim, the way explains it, if I'm not mistaken here, is that, that while they end up going to pay back the coin, the Demet Truma they ate, the Balabayit has to pay them for the meal that they were meant to get. And that was the value of that is much more. So that's the Shevach. That's why they pay the coin directly and the Balabayit pays him back. And it's not dollar for dollar here. What they're getting back is actually from the Balabayit is actually more than they're giving to the coin. Aside from the Chomesh, put the Chomesh aside. I'm talking within the Keret. That's why the, that's why the Pnei explains it, which, um, which uh, again, is probably is a quite a simple way to um, uh, read it. My only problem with that is, which I don't understand, this is Makasha, I had in the beginning of the Shilas, why I started a bit too late, is because at the end of the day, they have to pay the Kohen back, Chulimetukanin. And it's by volume. So isn't that the value of Chulim? Right? So that, 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 that's, my, that's my question I've got, like, gnawing at me. So if anyone has an answer, um, please uh, let me know. But anyway, but the Pnei Moshe doesn't, so maybe that's why Rechaim doesn't explain the way. Rechaim says, again, being faithful to the, our, our plan here, he says that, I'll read you inside. It's, uh, it's, it was surprising to me. He says, the Rebbe Meir not tenlem kol sudatan. He's got to pay the full value of the meal. And since you're paying the full value of the meal, then what? And that makes sense because, again, if you're paying chulim otokanin, that's, that's what they have to pay the kohen. That's why, and you have to pay them the full value of the meal. That's why Rabbi Meir says the karen goes directly to the kohen. 
However, לחכמים, אינו משלם להם אלא שבח שהחולים יתרים בדמיים על התרומה, שהתרום נקרא לכהנים בזאת. Which is interesting. It sounds like, the way I read it, all he has to pay them is that hefresh. Meaning, I was meant to have given you a meal worth, say, $50, but the, because of this truma thing is only worth $40, therefore it sounds like, according to Chachamim, the Rebbe Chaim explains, all, have, all he has to do is pay them $10. That sheva, that difference of what I was meant to have given you, because in the end, in the day, you had a meal. Okay? So the Gemara then asks, um, I'll just, just, I'll just finish this, the sentence. Sorry. Shevach Sudan Benevun. Why? Shepasakim Emlachim Dushan, Dushani, I think it is. Dushani Chulin, Vechilam Dushani Truma. Because he's meant to give him Chulin, he gave him Truma, and therefore he short changed him effectively in the value. Now the Gemara asks, Velok Far Achlul. Now this Lok Far Achlul, Lonam Afarashim explained here that it's just a continuation, but Rabbi Chaim again takes it all the way back to Shidor of Yochanan. He says, Lok Far Achlul, Rabbi Yochanan Libidur and Meir Parach. So if you recall here, is that, let's go all the way to Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, Rabbi Yochanan is regarding Iker Suda. Is he hyped to give him an actual meal or can he pay him off with the money? Now, according to Rabbi Meir, the reason why the Balabai plays a coin directly, for the, because he has to pay him back, he has to pay the, he, has, he was responsible for giving a Suda and he has to give the guys a Suda. Okay? Whereas according to Chachamim, since he only was responsible to give him the funds, then the Balabite would just give the funds to the, the workers, and the workers can't pay the Kohen for the, with funds, because if you, Zardit, Truma Bashogeg, once again, has to give him Chulam Atukanin. That's why, that's why Kohen Chachamim, it's that the funds go to the, 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 uh, the workers, and the workers have to have Chulam Atukanin. But the, but the assumption here is, according to Rabbi Meir, is what Rabbi Meir says is that since he's responsible for giving a su'uda, that's why he gives a su'uda to the pollen. The pollen goes straight, effectively he sort of bypass the bypass the bypass the um, the pollen and goes straight to the coin. But the question is, v'lo kfar achlo. Now the question is, according to Rabbi Meir, even if you say, even if you say he's mechuyev to pay um, to give him an actual meal, he's already given them a meal. They sat down and had their meal. So why now, after the fact, we gave him, if you like, the wrong meal, can't he just give him, give him the money? Pay him for the mistake and be done with it. Why is it Machlok bin Rebbe Meir and, and the Chachamim? You hear the question? In other words, our whole catch to say that well, Rebbe Meir says the, the Balabite sort of gives, gives a can directly, directly to the coin is because the Balabite's hate to give them a meal. He can't just pay them off. But the, at the end of the day, he gave them a meal. They sat down and ate something. Yes, it was truma. Yes, it was a mistake. But now he's given the meal. He's satisfied his heel. So now just give him the money. Okay? So the Gemara says, uh, so the Gemara says, no, which means is it's not the case. It, once, his, once the po'alim work out that they want to eat truma, they're going to be disgusted by it. What? I ate something that was asr to me, and all these things, and therefore it will be considered as if they never received a meal, and the balabai never satisfied his obligation of giving them a meal. Okay? So that's why, again, according to Reed Mayer, that, um, that he still, even though he gave them a meal, he's still mechuyev to give them a meal, and that's why, if you like, it goes straight to the, he has the coin to Reed Mayer, the Karen, the Balabites, have to pay and effectively directly to the Kohen or a Kohen. Etc. Okay. 
That's the end of that uh, complicated sugya. As I said, there are many other um, explanations in terms of all the all the steps along the way, but um, that uh, we'll have to leave for another time. Let's uh, continue the, with the uh, daf today. Okay, I'm a bit. So this is Ganav Truma Hekdash. We said if someone ate, ate, stole Truma Hekdash and eats it, then what? We say that he has to pay, then he has to pay two Chomshin. Okay? Eight, and one Karen, two Chomesh. Um, and we'll, and the, so Amr Rabbiana Roman says, let's study him. According to Rabbiana, and this is very important to understand, according to Rabbiana's explanation here, is that he doesn't ever mean he has to pay two Chomeshes. He's only going to have to pay one Chomesh. Now, what were the two Chomeshes we, we described when we learned the Mishnah? We said Chomesh for eating Truma as a Zar, another Chomesh for eating something that was Hektesh. So Truma, which is Hektesh. Okay? And, also, and when we explain the Mishnah, we assume he's paying both. Now, Rabbiana says, no, no one ever pays two Chomeshes, only plays one. And, and let's start in Knani. What it means too, it means there's two chiyuvim that might come at play, come to play. So let's have a look. If it's yesh kazait, if it's a kazait, it's worth the in boshave pruta, but it's not a shave pruta. That means meshalem, change the word here, leshevet. He's got to pay the koanim. Why? Because for truma, you're chayv on any kazait irrespective of the value. But for the isu me'ila, you're only chayv for something that's shave pruta. So therefore, if you ate a kezai that's less than a shave pruta, you're over on the isu of eating truma, but not eating me'ila. Therefore, we pay the chomesh to the shevet, meaning the kwanim. Yesh ba shave pruta, if there is a shave pruta, but it's not a kezai, it's worth, let's say food is very expensive, then in that situation, you're over on the isu me'ila, you're not over on the isu of eating truma. Therefore, meshalem, le, change the word here, le hektesh, you've got to pay the chomesh to the hektesh. Okay? What happens if Yeshbo Kazain Yeshbo Prota? What if both Chiyuvim, both Isurim are violated, both Truma and both Hektesh? What do we do now? So Shimon Bava says, Beshem Rabbi Yochanan, that what? Mishalem la Kodesh. You pay Hektesh. Again, he says there's only one here. However, Rabbi Yochanan, Amar Mishel and Shevet. So there's Machlok at whether you pay the Chumash to Hektesh or you pay the Chumash to the Shevet. Because again, you've overrun both Isurim and according to Rabbi Yanai, you only pay one Chumash. So Amrab Zira, Zira says, no, Zera Takatuki. It's exerotakatavi to solve this solve this debate. For each kodesh bishkaga, that the person who eats kodesh bishka, he has a, the, the pasuk says the asaf chamishito alav. You've got to add chomesh to it to what to the karen. So mashma what lemakom shar karen mehalech shama chomesh mehalech. The place where the 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 karen goes, meaning whoever you're paying karen to, that's where the chomesh goes. And now in this situation, since you add truma that belonged to hekdesh. Then he thought, therefore, where does the Karen, where does the Chomesh go? Well, where the Karen goes, which goes to Hektesh. However, Kahana Amar says, Meshalam Shnei Chumshin. He says, no, we understand the mission like we understood it. Do you play two Chomeshes? Chomesh la Shevet, the Chomesh la Hektesh. Okay, you'd have to pay Chomesh to the Kohanim for having Trumba Beshogeg and Chomesh la Hektesh for having, for being over the Sumila. Okay. Let's continue. Now, why is it, we said in the Mishnah, if you stole Hektesh to the Trum, you don't pay Tashlami Kefel. Now, why is that? Because it says, when it comes to the Chiyu of paying double by um, the Geneva, that is, the Torah says, Yishalem Shnaim Lere'ehu. Meaning he has to pay double to his friend. His friend is Memaet Hektesh, because Hektesh is not your friend. Velola Hektesh. Okay, fine. Now, the mission thing, the, the mission thing talked about matarim ba'ilu. If you recall, we said that when you pay hektesh back, you have to pay hektesh back. Uh, sorry, when you pay the oh, hektesh, when you pay the coin back for hitting trumba b'shogeg, you have to pay chulim mutukanin. And we ma'at a whole lot of different uh, products. We were ma'at peya, leket, shichacha. We also were, we said you can't, you can't, the rit is rare, you can't pay back 
um, uh, what is you can't pay uh, Master Shani that was that was nifter. You can't pay Hectish to nifter. You can't pay Master Rish on the drum was taken out of it. And we said that was based on the fact that it has to be the vowed that could have become truma. Okay. Now since peya leket shicha, all these things couldn't have become truma. Therefore, uh, because they were effectively hectic from the outset, that is why you, you cannot pay with those. And we said chachamim matirim ba'elu. And we said we explained the Mishnah it was matirim ba'elu means the last three. And what's that based on? That's based on the Gemara. Because Rabbi Shimon Melakish says amar lehem al tartin acharaita. He says when machachamim maskim. I'm sorry, matir to to um to allow payment back with these products. Which products? It's only those that we mentioned at the end, which we said was hektish and and masterishon that had trauma taken out of it. And we said at the time, um, we said at the time that is where is it? I'll show you here. I'll just say it outside. Doesn't matter. Oh, he says um. Because again, we said it, because in their life they could have become truma before they became maserishna, before you makdish it, or before you became maserishni. Okay. Now we asked the problem question, but one second, the leket, the shichacha, the peya, if you like, ain bahem zika truma to masrot. But he says one second. You say the chachamim agree that um, that you can't use leket shicha and peya. But one second, if you're saying that there's a, there's a moment in time where it could have become truma, that enables you to pay back the truma you ate with those products. You can find that also with leket shikha and peya. How so? Uh, one second, here, I'll show you here. Um, he says, uh, well, firstly, you got shikhat or marim. Not only shikha bakama. We've talked about shikha before. Shikha gama is before it's been cut. Fine, it wasn't raw with the truma. But there's shikha or marim. Left, there's also bundles that left back in the fields as well. Those ones, they could have been truma momentarily until it was forgotten because it already turned into bundles. Bundles. Also, payer as well. Let's say someone harvested the entire field and he didn't leave payer. That's called payer bakama, as you recall. So that payer as well is possible that it could have become what it could have become, uh, could have become, it could have become truma because you harvested the entire field. And once it's all cut, those things could have become truma. So in other words, we find instances with Leket, Shikha, and Peah where it can also could have become Truma. So why do, why, why do the Chachamim say that, oh, with Leket, Shikha, and Peah, I agree that that can't be used to pay back for the Truma that was consumed? Um, Ella, what? Um, uh, he says, Ella b'neshirat Leket u'bekamat Peah anan kaimim, or Shikha bekama. In other words, it must be the when did the Chachamim say you can't pay with Leket, Shikha, and Peah? Only those ones that never had the chance to become truma. So when it's leket, that's when it's falling. Shichacha um, bakama, right? Which is where you, know, you forgot a section of the field that was never cut. And also peya bakama that you left properly. So never had a chance to become, had the possibility you could have made it truma. So then we say, ah, if you're saying neshirat leket is a situation that never had the chance to become what to become a truma. That answers a question. Late had a pashash ilta de chilfi. The chilfi said, Chufaya said, Sha'al, leket menishira maushi kadesh. There was a kasher, if you recall, I think we saw this back in Peya. The chilfi had a suffix. At leket, when does a become have the shem of leket? And if you recall, leket is individual stalks that become have to be left of the pole. When does it get the shem leket? Is it the time where it's cut as it's falling or when it hits the ground? What's a nafgamina? Nafgamina, if someone's makdish it, as it's falling. If it's, if it's leket immediately, then it's not yours to be makdish. If it's only when it hits the ground, it's leket, then on its flight down, it was yours to be makdish. That was enough gemina. But the fact that we say now that leket, um, nishirat leket, 
is what Nishirat Leket is already, is that what we're referring to in the Mishnah, must mean what? That as it's falling, it's already considered Leket. Because otherwise, that there's a moment in time where it could have become Truma. You hear? So therefore, therefore, the, the fact that we're saying Nishirat Leket is one of those things you can't use to pay back the coin must mean that immediately as it's falling, it's already considered Leket. Because otherwise... Leket couldn't have been one of those things. Chacham would have to agree in Leket as well, that Leket could be given to a Kohen because there's a moment in time where it could become trauma. Okay? Um, which is an incredible way of explaining the... Um, like we use this sugya, a nuance in this sugya to explain the, the answer to the Kasher in, in Zechtapeh. Okay. Okay, Rabbi Yochanan, how it says differently, just to get to the two dots. Amar Hatanin and Leket. So he says as follows. Rabbi Yochanan says, words, You don't need our sugya, our nuance in the sugya to, to explain, to, to um, answer Chilfi's question. Why? mentioned together. Therefore, they're both considered, they both share the same din, if you like. Just as with peya, when it's mechubar, it becomes peya. Leket nami, also leket miyad, almost immediately, it also gets a shem leket. Uh, and therefore, you don't need to bring this uh, this uh, to answer Chivi's question, because you can see it. The fact that peya and leket are mentioned together means that leket is considered leket almost immediately as it's cut, just like peya is while it's still standing, not when there's a uh, hits the ground or anything like that. So let's continue. However, Rabbi Yochanan says, al kulhun. Okay, Rabbi Yochanan disagrees with Roshim and Lakish. Now, we explain the mission that Chachamim only were, when, it, when the Chachamim said, Maturim that you can use these things to, uh, to pay back the coin, we said it was only referring to Maturishon, uh, Trumata, Hektish, Okay? However, Rabbi Yochanan comes along and says, actually, no, Chachamim Maturim with everything. Even Peya, Leket, Shikha. In other words, he disagrees with this whole inyan of what Shetzrich, that, that you need something that had a zika truma that could have been truma. It says no, I don't agree with the bichlal. As long as it's chulin now, even if it was came from hefker, according to Rabbi Yochanan, he says Chachamim would say you can use that to pay the coin back. Okay. Call to everyone. Have a good day. Thank you.